learning that Yud Menalot. So the Gemara says in the top line, Hayed Yatayfer Kedarkai, that a head gate, a non professional, can stitch things up the normal way. Hechidami Hayed. So who's considered a head yet that it's going to be mutter for him? As opposed to an oh, a professional, that it's going to be also for him. So Amri did Rabbiana. Rabbiana said the base manager of Rabbiana. They said anybody who can't pull out the whole length of the needle in one shot. Meaning the Mefarish explains that a professional knows how to take a needle and stitch numerous stitches with the metal of the needle before actually pulling through the thread. When he pulls through the thread, he's actually in one go made a whole bunch of stitches. That's a professional. If a person can't do that. And for each stitch, he basically pulls the metal needle all the way through, and then he starts again and pulls it all the way through. That's a hedget. And for him, it's motor to be tighter kedarkly. But when you're going to do numerous stitches at once, that's what's also. Rabbi Yaisi Rechanina Amar, Rabbi Yaisi Rechanina says a different shot. He says, you know what? Anybody who can't be machaving, who can't accurately get straight the, the imra, means the hem, at the edge, at the end of the chaluk of the garment, He's considered a hedget, meaning to say, the Mahfarash explains, they used to, in the olden days, attach a little piece of material at the bottom of the baggage where they would hem it. And if that was attached properly, straight, and not, uh, you know, going up and down, so that meant that you were a professional. If you were an amateur, if you were a hedget, and you try and attach that, you do it, off, you know, be all over the place, up and down. And Mamela, for such a person who's going to end up with such results, he can't get it straight, he's a hedget and it's mutter, and for a a professional who can get it straight, so then it's after. We also said in the mission of Uman Machliv, the Uman has to make a Shinoi. What does that mean, Machliv? Machliv sounds like a Kelev. My Machliv, what does it mean like a Kelev? It means that you have to have big spaces between the stitches. You don't have a straight row of stitches, one after the other after the other. You have a stitch and then a space and then a stitch and then a space. And it means like the teeth of a dog that are spaced out. He says it means like Shinoi Kelevs, like the teeth of a dog in a different way that one is raised up and one is lower down, so therefore the stitches shouldn't be in a straight row, one should be above and one should be below. Then the Mishnah said, Masarginus, it means you can string the beds. So, my Masarginu, my because the Mishnah said, according to the Tanakama, you can string the beds, and according to Biaisi, you can be Mimateach. So, what are these two different things, to be Masarig and to be Mimateach? So, if you ask the Ravdimi, Yomars, when Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said, So, in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi they argued, over the pshat, and the two of them were saying it over in the name of Chizki and Yochanan. So to show what Chizki and Yochanan say, pshat in the Mishnah. One of them said that the pshat is misargin is shesivayiv. Misargin means to string the bed shesivayiv crisscross both directions. Umamatchin means shesivayiv to string it one direction, not the other direction. The Chadam on the other one says no, no, no. Misargin means shesivayiv. Misargin means to string it one direction, not the other direction. Umamatchin means if it's already been strung and it's loose, you can pull it tight. So according to the second daya, nobody allows to be misarig shesivayiv. So Hatigma asks, Aini, is that so that nobody allows to string it shesivayiv? Nobody allows to string it crisscross. You can only do it one way. But Tani Rav Tachif Barshal, Rav Tachif Barshal taught the shavin that everybody in the mission agrees. Shein Rashiin Chavalim Lechanfil that you're not allowed to twist together strings to make a rope. In order to string the bed So he found it necessary to say that you're not allowed to string together, you're not allowed to twist together the strings to make a rope. Why did he find it necessary to say that? According to the opinion. In other words, it works out nicely according to the opinion that Misarig means that you can do Shasidar crisscross both directions. 
Umamadchin means only only one direction, not the other direction. So that's why it was necessary for Tachlif Barashal to teach that that they would all agree that even though according to the Tanakhama you can string it both directions crisscross, but you can't actually twist together the strings to make a rope in the first place. If you have it, you can string it both ways, but you can't make the rope. But according to the second opinion, that Misargin means only one direction. If you can't do crisscross. And Mamadchin doesn't even mean that. It means only if it's already there, but it was loose. You can make it tight. So then, Hashta, so now if everybody agrees that right? if you say that you can't do, you can't string it and cross according to everybody, so was it necessary to say that you cannot twist together the strings to make a rope? Meaning to say, if you can't even string both directions, certainly you couldn't make the ropes. Apparently, it's more tircha, it's a bigger deal to make the ropes in the first place. It only makes sense to tell me that you should know you're not allowed to make the ropes if I already know that I could string it both directions. Since I know I could string it both directions, I might have thought maybe I could also make the ropes. No, so he's telling me I can't make the ropes. I have to have the ropes, and then I can string both directions. But if I know that I can't string it both directions, the goes without saying that I can't string the rope. So kasha, right? So that's a kasha, how anybody could say that um, that it doesn't mean shesivayah. And then, is there anybody who holds that Mistargin doesn't mean that Mistargin doesn't mean both directions, but then the Mishnah says, when is a mita mekabel toma? When do you consider a mita to be a full-fledged bed? When you string, when you string three bati. Now three bati means three strings crisscross both directions. That's called fleishabatim. So it's clear in the Mishnah that Mistargin means to string it in both directions. So Elisa Rabbi, Elisa Rabbi, when Rabbi came, Amar, he said. Certainly, what does it mean, Misargin? Nobody disagrees. Everyone agrees Misargin means Shesivay of Chris and Kras. What's the Machlaikis? The Machlaikis is what Mimachin means. Misargin means to string it both directions. The Shaila is what Mimachin. The one opinion was Mimachin means to string it this way and not that way. The other one holds that it means not that. It means only Shimay Rafi, if it was loose, Mimachin, you can pull it tight. Shabimir's opinion is you could be Mesarig the Mita, whatever that means, and needless to mention, you could be Mimateach. Rabbi says you could be Mimateach, but not Mesarig. And then is a third sheet on the Brisa, you cannot be Mimateach at all. So now, what does it mean to be Mimateach? So I understand, according to the one that says Mimatchin means Shesibleyev, it means you can go this way and not that way. So that's how come the Yeshayimim comes along, the Fluge to argue, and say that no, you can't even do that. Meaning it makes sense that somebody should be Machmir and say you can't even be Messiah one direction. But according to the opinion that Mimateach means that if it's loose, you can pull it tight. Are we going to say that according to the Yeshayimim, you can't even pull it tight? In other words, the Gemara doesn't understand how it's possible that anybody would hold, you can't pull it tight. You're not being Messiah, it's already there. What's the big deal to pull it tight? It must be that it means to at least string it one direction. Because how could anybody possibly be Machmir that you're not even able to pull it tight? So the Gemara says, no, in. Yes, it could mean, Taka, that the Tanaka, that this Shita holds, the Yeshayimim holds, that you can't pull it tight altogether. Why not? The reason is, even though it's not a big deal, but since it's possible to fill up the space with 
kalim, meaning to say, what's the problem? It's sagging, so you can't really lie down on it. It's a bad shape. You need it to be flat. So there's one way to fix it by pulling it tight. Alternatively, you can just fill in the space with things. Since you can fill in the space with pillows, with blankets, and you can lie on top of that, like the so we're not the reach to pull it tight because it's not necessary. Tells the Mishnah, you can be maimed, you could put up, you could erect an oven and a kirayim, different kinds of an oven, different sizes and shapes, and a, and a grinding mill on Chalamite. Rehuda Ayyim says, for the first time. So now when the Tanakhama said that you can put up your uh, your oven and your Rechayim, so we don't know exactly what's included in that. It seems like that he would say you can put it up and put it together and you could even do what is Mechabshin. Rehuda says, no, you can put it up, but you can't be Mechabshin Rechayim in the first place. So what does it mean to be Mechabshin? My Mechabshin. So Yehuda Amar, Yehuda says, it means menaker rechayim. It means to be menaker the rechayim. Menaker basically means to cut at the rechayim, to chisel away a little bit at it, to make it jagged, to make it sharp. In other words, how does the rechayim, how does it grind? It has a sharp uh, bottom, and that bangs down on the on the grains, and it crushes them. So when it becomes smooth, it doesn't work so well. So you can be menaker the rechayim, you can cut and make the rechayim uh, jagged. Yehuda Amar, Yehuda says, no. It doesn't mean that it means basena. Basena means to make the eye hole. It's like an eye. It's like a hole in the middle where the where the tua, where the grain, as it gets ground up, falls through and gets collected somewhere. So that's what it means in the Mishnah. Yehuda says you can't be mechabesh in the first place. You can't um, you can't do this process of making the the surface uh, sharp to be menakir like Yehuda says, or like Yehuda says to make this basena. Mesavit, the Gemara is a kasha, katas in the Brisa, a little bit different. The Brisa says, Mamidin Tanur Rechayim Bemaid. Okay, you can erect an, an oven and a, and a mill of Chalamaid. Ubevaj, like Yugmar Malachlan, as long as you don't finish the Malacha. You can be Mamid it, but you can't finish it. And we'll see in a moment what it means not to finish it. The Chachami Mamim and the Chachami say, no, after Yugmar, you can even finish it. Now, Rabbi Huda, I remember, Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, what does he mean that you can be ma'imid the Tanar Rechayim, that you can't be glamour? It means ma'amidin is achadasha, you can be ma'imid achadasha. But that's all. Umechabshin is hayeshana, but you can be mechabesh, only an old one, meaning not a new one. So I could be ma'imid achadasha without being mechabesh. I could be mechabesh a yeshana. So after it's been used and uh, it needs to be redone, this mechabshin, so I can do it. But in the first place, the first time around, I can't. The Yishayimim, and then there's a third opinion that holds any mechabish and kolik. You can't be mechabish at all. All right. So there's apparently what you are mechabish initially, and then is what you're mechabish later. So So it works out good according to the opinion that mechabish means minakarichayim, means to cut away at the rechayim to make it a jagged edge to be able to cut. So So that's how you have that malacha. When it's old, in other words, after using it for a while, it becomes smooth, it becomes dull, and then you, you cut it to make it jagged once again. But according to the opinion that mechabshin means to make a basayin, to make a hole where the grain is going to fall through to be collected somewhere, basayna, yishana, basayna lamala, right? An old rechaim, why does it need a basayin? If it's old, that means you've used it already. If you've used it already, that means it has a basayin, it has this hole already. You can't use a rechaim without one of those. 
if it has one, what do you need to dig it for? What do you need to, cut, to make it for? The Gemara says, no, it could be it has one. But you want to make it a little bit wider. You want to make that basayin a little bit bigger. And that's what it means to be mechav shenasayashana, to make it bigger. All right, so we can have either pshat. Remember, he's a maizer of Huna, Shamirahu Gavir Huna overheard somebody to come in Akar Rechayu Bukhelodomiyadi. He was the Menakar's Rechayim Machalamai. Omar, and he said, Manai, who is this? Who's being Machalel? Machalamai, Ischel Gufe, let his body be Machula, let his body be defiled. The Kamacha Chalodomiyada, he's being Machal, he's defiling Cholamai. So apparently, Savar like Yeshaimim, apparently he held like the Yeshaimim, that there's never a hetter to be Machabish, in Machabish and Kolikar. And therefore, no matter what, the, first, the person who was being Menachem Rechaya was being Machal al Chalamai. Darshavchama, Darshan, to give a shear, and he said, Naikir and Rechaim Bamaid. You can be Naikir, the Rechaim Machalamaid. It's mutter, at least, uh, you know, when it's Yishana. And then he makes another halacha. Rabbi Meir holds that it should say mutter little tiper naim chaloshamay. Now there's another halacha. So the same way, kind of Kama says that the first halacha was that you could be naked the rechaim. Rabbi Meir said another halacha that you can actually cut the nails of the sus the horse and the donkey that you ride on them. Why? Apparently, having long nails affects the way that they uh, that they're able to function. The speed and ease with which they're able to, to carry you around, and therefore that's the tarech of the maid, and that's mutter. But the chamar that you don't ride on, the chamar that just pushes the millstone around, so that chamar you can't cut his nails, even though if you don't cut the nails, he's not going to work as efficiently. But the mefarsh explains, we'll see that you're not really allowed to be taken on uh, on a chalamay. You're not allowed to be taken what you need. Taichen, you grind uh, down a little bit of flour. That you need so for that little bit of flour, the chamar will do just fine, even if his uh, nails weren't cut. So we may let's stand with the asset.